We're actually going to be talking about this morning about being filled uh, with the Spirit. I need a helper. Oh, yes. Um, well, Lydia's passing that, that out. I just wanted to share testimony from uh, this past Friday. I got to speak at um, Oconee County High School, FCA. And when I, I was praying, some of y'all may know there's a uh, group of fathers that pray around the schools. Every Tuesday morning, we go to every, we, we rotate campuses in Oconee County High School. And I mean, I, sorry, in Oconee County. So we'll go to the middle school one, one Tuesday, the, the high school another Tuesday, and so on. And we hit all the schools, all the private schools as well. And so uh, I got the opportunity to speak at Oconee County High School FCA, which is where my kids go. And I was, I asked the group of fathers to pray for me. I was praying and, and I just wanted the presence of God in, in that school. And I wanted their hearts, to, I wanted my heart and their hearts to be just lit on fire. And so when, when I got there, the moment worship started, it was, it was just the presence of the Lord was there. They only had one song. And so it wasn't, sometimes you think you gotta have five songs to go deep, you know, but it's like, uh, there was only one song that lasted five minutes. In the moment the girls started playing, I was, I was crying and I was just like, thank you. I was like, Jesus is here, thank you, Lord, thank you. And so I, I went down there and I preached and uh, the Lord moved and, and hearts actually, there's actually, I didn't see one kid talking while I was preaching, which is pretty, that's a miracle. And, and, and so uh, it was really, it was the presence of the Lord was so strong. And even as I left and went to work, I had like, I don't know what it's, I just, I was trying to describe it to Jessica, I said I had like energy. And I even like went through a workout and I was like, I was like busting through my workout. And I, you know, I, I, there's no reason I should have energy right now because I'm working like 14 hour days between training the church and coaching basketball. Almost in like, we've got practice today. We've got like at, from two to four, we had a game yesterday. So it's like almost all the time. But there, but we, I, I told Somebody, I said, I know I'm obeying the Lord. I know this is what God has told me to do. And so, uh, anyways, there was, I went, I was working, I was going through my workout and I was running sprints outside and I just got in, I was like in the grass, just worshiping the Lord in front of whoever saw. And I didn't really care. And I was, I was like, Lord, what is going on? And he said, you're filled with the spirit. And I was like, that's what it means to be filled with the spirit is when you there's like uh, there's just grace on you and there and, and the spirit's on you and, and the Bible tells us to do that like in Ephesians it says be content be filled 
with the Spirit. Don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. And that word be filled is if it's, it actually means be continually filled with the Spirit. And so it's a, it's a thing we have to renew and, and go in. And so does everybody have a sheet of paper? And so I just, and I, I heard a guy named, I think his name was Mario Murillo years ago. He said, you know, our, the church's problem is we, we're not baptized in the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and, and I knew what he was saying. It's just like, we, we got to be filled with the Spirit. Like we can't rely on our own strength. We can't rely on our own flesh. And, and so uh, we're going to take turns just reading these scriptures and, and just kind of briefly go over them. But uh, Christy, will you read Exodus 31? Verse 3. All right, and so here, and there's different applications to being filled with the Spirit. So right here, this is talking about being filled with the Spirit, with giftings and skills and the ability to do things, the ability to create. Lori, would you read Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 9? It's the second one. So the Holy Spirit, one of, one of his names is the spirit of wisdom. And I remember there was a, uh, there was a guy named James Maloney who came to Convergence Church and he moved in powerful signs and wonders and miracles and he's an evangelist and apostle. And he had this, I remember he had this teaching that was on the, on his uh, resource table. It was called the spirit of boldness. And I was like, Ooh, I was like, I want the spirit of boldness. And so I, I bought the CD, I put it on, and all he talked about was being filled with the Holy Spirit. And I was like, wait, I thought this was some like different secret. I thought there was like, all right, now I'm going to get the secret to boldness. And he was just like, no, nah, this spirit of boldness is being filled with the Holy Spirit. That's because the Holy Spirit's all these things. He's the spirit of wisdom. He's the spirit of boldness. He's the spirit of peace. He's the spirit of joy and light. And so he's the spirit of wisdom. And, and Joshua, this was right before Joshua was about to lead Israel into the promised land and, and fight a lot of battles. And you would think he would give him like the spirit of might or something like that. But he gave him the spirit of wisdom. And what in the spirit of wisdom is to listen to the one who has wisdom. And what did Joshua do before every battle? God, how do you want us to fight? He had, there's different strategies for every single battle. All right, uh, Jessica, read Micah chapter three. Verse three. So Micah is saying he's, he's filled with power and the spirit of the Lord to rebuke Israel, to bring correction, to call people to repentance. Lydia, read 
Luke 1, 15, 41, and 67. So here you have being filled with the Holy Spirit before you're born, before you leave your mother's womb. You here you have the mother filled with the Holy Spirit. And then you have the father filled with the Holy Spirit prophesying. And so that's why we pray over babies in the womb to be filled with the Spirit. That's why we pray for the mamas and the daddies to be filled because you need all these things to to not only be parent, you need to be filled with the spirit to be a parent and you need to be filled with the spirit to, to obey the Lord as Zechariah prophesied. Uh, me mama, Acts chapter two, verse four. So here the Holy Spirit filled them and they began to speak with tongues through the empowering of the Holy Spirit. Daniel, Acts chapter 4, verses 8 and 31. So when Peter, he starts addressing the rulers and the elders of the people, Peter had just healed the man. He said, silver and gold, I don't. I do not have, but what I do have, I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ, get up and walk. And that was in the synagogue. And so you had an order. So when you read Romans 16, it says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it's the power of God and the salvation first to the Jew and then to the Greek. This is how the New Testament church and the apostles operated. Every city that they went to in the Roman empire, they go to the synagogue first and they would preach to the Jews. And then they would go preach to the Gentiles. And so they just healed a man right outside of the temple in front of all the Jews. And then they, and then, and now, the, and it caused a disturbance. And so Peter's, he's preaching to the, the Jewish leaders because it, that caused, caused some problems for the religious leaders when that man was healed. And so then after, and so they were being, they started they were persecuted, and then later in that chapter, they were praying in response to the persecution. It says the place where they were meeting was shaken. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And then what happened? They spoke the word of God boldly, the spirit of boldness. <laughs> all right, uh, Jason, Acts chapter 9, verse 17. So here, the Holy Spirit is coming upon Saul, who would be Paul, to fill him with the Holy Spirit so that he can live in a different way. He's, been, he's encountered Jesus, he's blind, and he's in that broken, broken place, right? Confronted with his sins, confronted with, he's persecuted the church and he's been persecuting Jesus. That's when he said, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? 
And now it's time for Paul to be activated and to go. And so Ananias is sent to him and he prays for him to be filled with the spirit. And the, he can see again and he starts his, his ministry. Uh, Lincoln, you read Acts chapter 13, verses 9 through 12. You get a big one. That sounds good to me. Simon the magician, but this Elimus was uh, opposed to these Saul and, and his co-workers. But it says right here he was filled with the Holy Spirit, and then he starts calling him a child of the devil. I mean, some people would be like, that's not Jesus. But again, it's the spirit of boldness, and it's the thing, and this Jesus said, I came to bring a sword. I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword. And what Jesus meant is that he's, he separates the wheat from the chaff. He makes things known as what's good and what's evil. So he brings a sword in that way. And, and, the, and the spirit brings a sword in that way. And that's what Paul was operating in. Uh, Laura, you get the big one. All right, Acts chapter 13 there. So they're being persecuted. Uh, in many different ways. Trouble is being stirred up against them. And then it says in verse 52. They're filled with joy. And with the Holy Spirit. Like in James chapter 1. Where it says consider it all joy my brothers. When you face trials of many kinds. I mean, you, when you read that. You're like that's got to be like a work of the spirit, right? Nobody in the flesh is just like, I'm going through trouble. And you're like, you're, you start doing the dance and you, you just, you're like, you're like, nobody wants, in, in the, we want, the flesh wants to be comforted, does not want to suffer. The Holy Spirit knows that when you suffer, you're storing up eternal rewards that moth and rust cannot destroy and will never be taken away because you're, obe you're obeying in the face of, of suffering and, and that it costs you something. Faith is, faith is only faith when it's tested, 
right? That's why you have a, it's a testimony. It's faith that's tested. And, you, and, and the faith passed the test that you have. Why, why yes? <laughs> All right. Singing, make music from your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. All right, so in the Ephesians, when you, when Paul's, he's speaking to the Corinthians and to the Ephesian church, the Philippian church, there's a lot of Gentiles in these churches that have no Judeo background. They don't know, they don't have the Ten Commandments. They don't have anything, they don't, you know, like, Cheating your neighbor may be looked upon as that's okay because you're trying to better yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, they don't have that background. We take it for granted because we, we grew up in a country that was Judeo-Christian based and, and even atheists have a sense of that. They're like, murder's wrong. Like you don't lie to people, you don't steal. But even if you go to like some uh, cultures that are, have not been touched by that, they don't, some of them, they don't have those values. Like, like, no, you can take another man's wife or, or whatever the case may be. So part of the pagan worship was, hey, go sleep with the temple prostitutes and, and, and get drunk while you're doing it. That's worship. I was like, that's pretty convenient man or, you know, that sounds like a man-made religion right there, you know. And so Paul's saying, don't be drunk with wine. That leads to debauchery instead be filled with the spirit. And what's the result? Singing, songs, making music. So that's one of the other signs of like you're filled with the spirit. You, you got praise and worship erupting from you. And that's, like I said, that's part of what I experienced on Friday, even in the after glow of FCA was, I just like, I had, I had to worship the Lord while I was working out. And so, I want us just to take some time to, to at least pray for one another to be filled with the Spirit. Jessica, you got anything? So just a couple of quick things. So like, you know, we, the Bible says to be continually filled with the Spirit. So this is like, you know, we may have asked God, like, fill me with your presence. Like, I accept Jesus as my Savior. This is like kind of not what we're talking about. This is like the continually being filled with the presence of God, with Him just continually coming upon us. So I just wanted to like clarify that part. And, and you know, He comes and He can be, He can meet our needs, you know, like in whatever He's called us to, whether it's something like, that's we're saying yes to because it's it's what's in front of us like motherhood or fatherhood or maybe it's facing an illness that you know we like we didn't want to be have this illness you know whatever but like God can come and fill us and give us what we need to walk in that um, and I feel like that happened that's just been happening it happened to Travis and. And I do think that even this last week, God made me more aware that the enemy, how the enemy is trying to steal from us. You know, if he can just like make us weary, then he can steal from us. And so this is just a way to combat that 
what the enemy's trying to do, where he's trying to steal from us. Like we want to come together as a body, as brothers and sisters, and like pray for one another to be filled with God, with the Holy Spirit, with the peace that doesn't make sense, with energy when we're exhausted, with wisdom when we don't know what to do. You know, all the things that we think about during the day, like, oh my gosh, if I could just, it's like, well, uh, the Holy Spirit filling us and giving us that thing that maybe we don't even know to ask for. Yeah, and another thing I've noticed the past, this past week was just even being more sensitive to thoughts that weren't of the Lord. So like, remember the Lord just saying that that's, that was, that's a judgmental thought. And then I just repent in that moment. It's like, God, I, I repent. Like, forgive me. Teach, like, teach me a new way to think. And there's no, and I know it's the Spirit because, and not like if my flesh condemning me because there's no shame in it. I feel like I can, I can run to Jesus with my, my thoughts and the things that are my imperfections, you know, and, all, and my weaknesses. And so that's, that's also another fruit of the Spirit is that you're, you're sensitive to the things that are not of the Spirit. And, uh, and we just want to continue to grow in this, but does anybody have any, we want to open up the floor just real quick before we pray. Is there any, anybody have any tips that you, that you've used to just stay filled with the spirit or stay in the spirit? Anybody just want to share like one or two of those things? To be filled with the Holy Spirit, it was like you were at a revival and you took off running and somebody whacked you in the head and you fell down. And it was like, then you would be filled with the Holy Spirit. So I kept, I, kept, I thought, well, I don't think that's ever happened to me, but I sh- sure do wish I had it. And then, you know, I, I understand that when I accepted Jesus, I have it. But I thought it was going to be like an explosion or something. It can, it can be. <laughs> Jason, do you have anything you want to share about being filled with the Spirit or just practicing the presence of the youth? Yeah, I, I just find the thing that helps me the most is just to take a moment and remember, you know. And sometimes I have to set an alarm to remind myself, to be honest with you, when I know I have a busy day. Um, I've also learned it's important to honor the Holy Spirit as a person of the Trinity instead of some force, just to recognize that the Holy Spirit is personal. I actually asked the Lord sometime the last year, and I I think what you said is an answer to this, but I was like, how can we, like, Jesus has a name and the Father, it's like we have some personal name, the Holy Spirit feels like the name is distant, but like, when you look in the scripture, it's like, it's because there's so many almost names for the Spirit, like the Spirit of Wisdom, um, and the one that God gave me that day is he's the one who engages. And so I try to see him as that one who engages. Like he just wants to come and engage with who we are and what we're doing right then. So just recognizing like he, not it. And, and just welcoming him as a person that's with you.
So what we'll do is... Uh, if, uh, well, do we have music? Okay, so we're going to put on some worship music. And if you want to just like find you a spot to like receive from the Lord. And if you, um, if you want to be prayed for, then, um, then Travis and whoever else wants to pray for people, because we can all pray for one another. If you, this morning you're like, I want to pray for somebody to receive the Holy Spirit, like filling of the Holy Spirit, then kind of make your way to the back so that people can come back there and you can pray for them. If you want to like soak in the presence of the Lord, then do that, like do what you need to do. If you need prayer for something else, you can also ask the people praying for um, the filling of the Holy Spirit for prayer for that as well. <laughs> 